there can be a kind of joy from hearing the rain, knowing that it's falling into a thirsty earth, knowing that it perks up many of the plants. There's an ancient teaching that when the rain falls in the forest, on the big plants and the small plants, each plant takes in the amount of water that they need. And that story is told as a kind of analogy for the reign of the Dharma that we all sit with. And as as it rains, the Dharma rains on us, each of us will take what is right for us. And there can be a joy knowing that you are sitting in a Dharma rain. That somehow in this lifetime you found a practice, teachings, community, that you have the good fortune that many people don't have to sit in the Dharma rain. And as you sit here, you might take a few moments, maybe as you exhale, to soften any of the holding that you feel in your body. Perhaps a softening around the eyes. Softening in the face. perhaps a softening in the shoulders. And a softening in the belly as you let the belly expand as you exhale. Perhaps you can let there be a softening in the mind, softening of the thinking muscle, 
a softening of your concerns and preoccupations. Softening around any of the tension, mental tension that you might have. Some people use the image of a the vast, still surface of a lake with no waves as an image for a softening mind, quieting of the mind. Perhaps you can soften your heart. And the heart, if it's braced in any way, perhaps you can soften that bracing. If it's closed, perhaps a softening to bring your attention into your body breathing. Maybe like how you would lower yourself into a warm, comfortable pool of water. Kind of lower yourself into your breathing, the body breathing. So it's not a matter of watching from the control tower, but receiving the sensations of breathing in the body itself. Perhaps having your, having the experience of the body breathing be at the center of your world, center of your universe.
Maybe the rhythm and sensations of breathing in and out can be the center of your experience where the attention rests, where the attention is stabilized and steadied. As you're centered on the experience of breathing, gently become aware of the rest of your body with your peripheral awareness. Without looking or focusing on anything but your breathing in a soft, awareness within the flow of breathing, on the edges of it, beyond in the peripheral awareness. Be aware of your body, sensations, the feelings. And with a kind of relaxed peripheral awareness, recognize what emotions you have, emotionally how you are, what kind of mind state you have, the mood, are you relaxed or tense, more happy or more sad, content or impatient. Critical or caring. Anxious or feeling safe. insecure or confident. Agitated or calm.
whatever way you're feeling is completely okay. Allow it to be in the peripheral awareness. So it's acknowledged and has a place. But with your central awareness, continue with breathing in the body. So the energy of attention flows into the experience of breathing. But with a peripheral awareness, however you're feeling emotionally, is acknowledged and has a place. you're breathing with how you feel, breathing through how you feel. Letting go of your thoughts, staying simple. If whatever mood or mental state, emotion that you have, if it's mild, you can let it recede from attention. If it's medium, you can breathe with it, aware of it with the peripheral awareness. Or if your emotional state is compelling, you can gently, softly acknowledge it and be with it in the body as the primary focus of attention. Practicing mindfulness of motion. story or ideas you have about your emotions in favor of the direct experience in your body of how it feels. Let your body hold how you are. Let your body and your posture be the container that keeps you here.
as simple as you can, just here with this breathing. Always ready to begin again with your breathing. With the refuge of breathing.
letting go of your thoughts, letting go into your breathing. Steadying yourself on the rhythm of breathing in and out. The lifting and falling of the belly, chest. And if while you're staying with your breathing, if in your peripheral awareness, you're aware of any sense of well-being, perhaps you can allow that well-being to be the atmosphere that supports, encourages being with your breathing. As if, as if you're breathing through and with whatever sense of well-being, contentment, settledness that you might have. important part of mindfulness practice 
is to find a way to be aware of anything that might happen so that all of who we are can be included in the awareness, in our presence, but to find a way of being aware where we're not pushed around by what's happening, caught by what's happening, entangled with what's happening. And the area of, emo of emotions is one that takes a while to learn that art. Some people are disconnected from their emotional lives. Some people are so connected that they're glued to it, entangled with it, consu consumed by it, and, and then the wide range in between. Or, or we oscillate between the different ways. But how to be aware of emotions while not being entangled or caught? So an image that I am fond of is watching birds. Maybe if you go down to the beach in Santa Cruz, sitting on the beach and contentedly, happily, and just watching the seagulls flying by. Maybe one just flies through the air and just wonderful to watch it glide by. And maybe it lands on the beach and just, oh, it's so nice the way it lands. Or little kind of birds, I guess the sandpipers or something that have long legs that run away from the waves and then they, the wave water goes out and they run back in and back and forth, back and forth. And, or some seagulls are squawking and fighting over a piece of food. Or little three-year-old kids who just happily somehow are chasing the flocks of birds and the birds seem untroubled by the kid but they just pick up and fly down the beach 100 feet. And, the, you know, watching the birds, it's really nothing to do with me. I mean, I'm not in charge. And nothing to do with my preferences, what the birds do. Birds and little kids, they do what they do. And just watch and it can be, you know, I watch for kind of relaxed to watch for a long time. Like a nature doing its thing, and relaxed to open awareness. Just birds, certainly attentive and recognizing what's happening, but it's n nothing to do with me. Kind of. So it's possible to be aware of emotions this way too. There are phenomena of nature like the birds. They come and go. They have all kinds of different flavors and ways of being. Of course there's going to be emotions. We're built to have emotions. And it's possible to be aware of the emotions while um, in the same kind of relaxed way as we watch the birds on the beach. We don't, we kind of like, they're not really about you, almost. Or it's not really, you don't have to be for or against them. You don't have to make stories about them or conclusions about them or, but we can be aware of them. It's actually very wise to be aware of them, to know they're there. 
And it's phenomenally significant to be aware. So we're not denying or avoiding, but also not entangled, just phenomena that comes through the space of the mind. So the art of being mindful of emotions. <clears throat> so sometimes emotions, moods, feelings, are not prominent at all. They're mi minor and just leave them alone and stay with the breathing. Sometimes they're kind of, I don't know, medium strength, whatever that is. And it's actually good to acknowledge their presence, be with them. But it's enough just to know that they're there in the peripheral awareness. Kind of just general, oh, they're there. And, and continue breathing, maybe breathing through them, with them. If the, how you're feeling is well-being, including them as the atmosphere, as a peripheral awareness, there's a way in which they buoy the awareness, support the awareness practice, can help you actually get concentrated. And then maybe almost paradoxically, if there's the opposite of well-being, something that doesn't, emotions that are difficult, there's something about holding them in that peripheral awareness, kind of like you're just watching the birds without kind of being caught or excessively interested, that actually is healing for them or helps them settle or helps them resolve. And, um, and so to keep with the breathing, stay with the breathing and just kind of acknowledge as medium strength emotions that are there in the periphery and, and let them do and unfold the way they, should, they want. If the emotions are particularly strong or repetitive, one option is to let go of the breathing and just bring, a, hopefully, this ideally the same kind of awareness you'd do be for the birds, uh, you would bring to the strong emotions. So it's really acknowledged. Sometimes emotions really need to be kind of recognized or seen. Oh, that's what it is. Even naming it sometimes. Sadness, joy, fear, contentment, confidence. Sometimes a very relaxed kind of naming of it, acknowledging it, naming it is kind of a fuller acknowledgement. And sometimes emotions just need to be seen, need to be known. It's a respectful thing to do. It's helpful to give them a second look, which is what respect means. Respect, respectacle, to look again. Give them a deep, deeper look, acknowledge them, and spend time getting to know them. But the art of mindfulness of emotions is to be mindful without thinking about them. Meaning thinking about stories and having a discussion about them and their meaning. And but rather uh, to, um, you know, to just be with them in a, without a lot of thoughts. And one of the best things to do for the emotions, this way I think, is to, uh, if emotion's strong enough that it needs your acknowledgement and your presence, because if you don't, you get, keep getting hijacked by it or pushed around by it, is to feel it in your body. If emotions are strong, they always have some physical component part, some physical expression in your chest, your belly, your hands, your face, neck, back, all kinds of places. And, um, and if you can find the way, where are the emotions being expressed in your body, and then to do mindfulness of the body with that, those sensations. 
Uh, just feel, let it, let feel, let the body hold. Let the body kind of be the container for the emotion, and allow it to be there. And maybe like you're watching the birds on the beach, just maybe breathing with the sensations in your body, breathing through them. Um, so you're with it. You have sp- It's kind of like sp- awareness is like space. It gives space to the emotion, so the emotions can unfold or resolve themselves. If emotions don't have space, they're kind of like you know contracted or it's like Jack in the Jackbox, you know that that it's, you know that lid is down and the spring is taut and it's gonna. But if you make space, it releases this the, the pressure and and the emotions can kind of unfold and do what they want to do. Often the difficult emotions will resolve themselves relatively quickly with the more space we give them, the more non-reactive attention we give. And when in doubt, come back to your breathing. It's best to keep it really simple. Breathing within your body. At this point in the retreat, <coughs> the rain is supporting us to help us kind of keep a little more, you know, contained and focused. It's a little bit easier to, w- more, a little more difficult to wander off and, you know, get distracted by the whatever. And now uh, you might take the rain as a support, the Dharma rain, to kind of be close in to your samadhi bubble, your practice bubble, just right here with yourself, close in to where the direct experience of your life occurs. Close in where seeing and hearing and tasting and smelling occur, right here, stay close. So you're not pulled off into thoughts and having discussions about with yourself of what's happening around you. Just stay close. And uh, see if you can kind of, many people find it's helpful to slow down at this point in the retreat, not because you should slow down, like you force yourself to, but rather because there's an intimacy with oneself when we slow down. We stay closer to the where the beginnings of things, where things are starting, where things are occurring, where things are. Maybe eating slower and walking around slower. And just don't go up and down the steps too slow. If, if there's a line of people behind you, and um, you know, so it might be a nice, nice. I hope you have a nice day. The rain will support you and all that. Finally, I'd like to uh, uh, ask all of you, um, maybe with the rain and where we're close in, to please remember to uh, wash your hands often. It's a wonderful gift to the community. And also to remember the Vipassana cough. I've heard at Zen Center they call it a Zen cough. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know who, who ha- who owns it, but. <laughs> it's the cough that goes around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a different cough. <laughs> but the coughs here is so, so you know cough into the, the crook of your elbow. So certainly don't do it with your hands because then you you know you touch something. So um, I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you. <laughs>